today on The Breakdown. Some days, you just can't lose. Some days, the flop comes, and you just can't believe your fortune because it's so darn pretty. But some days, it's pretty, but it's pretty for somebody else. And man, oh man, did we have a cooler flop on Poker Night in America. We had a three-way crazy flop. Could have been a lot of action. Might have been a lot of action. We're going to tell you all about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Why don't you just go with that for a long time where you would say some days and then something in a meaningful tone (laughs) as if it meant anything at all? I'm like, like, some days you really hit the flop. (laughs) Some days the first foot that hits the floor is the left foot. Some days it's the right foot. Some days the grass is a little bit taller. Some days somebody somebody cut the grass. not as tall anymore <laughs> yeah that, that's that's somewhat accurate because i'm like some days you like really hit the flop hard and you're gonna win and then other days you hit the flop hard and you're not gonna win right that's yeah. basically what i said yeah. yeah you know that's what happened and i feel good about it i feel good about it it's uh i'm always going for that this american life kind of opening and no you're not sure i am you already said you're not in other podcasts no no it depends on which opening i'm doing this then was why a- did you say always <laughs> because i meant right now <laughs> obviously I mean, I mean, all always, you, all you have always is, like a minute ago, always. All you have is now. Haven't you seen that bumper sticker? I haven't, but I do believe, you know, the president is all we have, man. Like uh, concerns about the future and regrets about the past are just that. Nothing. Yeah. Fucking apparitions. You don't have. Any- Whoa, I swore. I just swore. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even notice. I didn't. It was just kind of casual. <laughs> it's a little gift for the view or the listeners. Yeah, congratulations. For everybody. Nobody everyone report us, you jerks. You can report us. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this hand is a 25-50 game. It's got Phil Helmuth in the game, but he's not going to play this hand. He's definitely going to talk throughout the entire hand, though. Boy, oh, boy, is That's this guy sure. going to chatter. He likes to do that. Um, it was suggested on Twitter by the awesomest name of all time, Marcelo Imperial Jr. I think I'm going to change my name to that. <laughs> what about the current Marcelo Imperial Jr.? No, it's mine. You have to you have to like pull a Tom Ripley and take over his life. Yeah, you know, sort of accidentally though. Yeah, like you didn't really mean to do it, but you kind of had to do it. I am talented, so I'll yes. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Damon and and uh, what's his name? Jude Law. Jude Law. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Great movie. Talk about some hunks in a movie. Am I right? <laughs> really? Though, that is a great movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, this is a good hand, too. That's yeah. Why, that's why we're doing it. Thanks, Marcello or Marcello Imperial Jr. And, and the reason why it's a good hand is because there are some decisions that I don't know that we would have made. Yeah, I'm going to say Jennifer Tilly for having $300 million is not the best at getting value. I'm just going to say that. Well, I mean, she made one decision once and it all worked out really well in the getting $300 million front, you know? Yeah. And good for her. But I'm just saying. Maybe you should explain what that is. Because uh, she married. Like, how how does Jennifer Tilly have three hundred million dollars? <laughs> she married Sam Simon, one of the co-creators of The Simpsons. Oh, she I, got half. I thought I was got divorced from her uh, residuals from Liar Liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she got half, and uh, she's very open about it. I mean, she there's lots of like you could find lots of interviews of her like sort of laughing and talking about it. her and Sam Sam Simon dead now. Uh, I think of cancer a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, that's right. Um, but much loved actually in the poker community. I believe outside of the co- poker community as well, and they were still friendly. They had a very amicable, like they did, you know, interviews together sometimes um, and about how she got ended up getting half and all of that. So it's pretty good of him to be friendly with with somebody who took half your money. You know, she, she actually says that she had counseled him not to do The Simpsons. And that's why she 
she sort of earned the 300 million because the only reason she says why he did it is because she told him not to. Really? It's pretty great. Whether it's true or not, it's great. That's funny. So yeah, and she laughs as she says it because, you know, she's richer than really anyone has a right to be, especially, you know, if, if you're, you know. Jennifer Tilly? I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I thought well, it. We're going we're gonna to be talking about some Jennifer Dilly decisions here. So yeah. let's, let's get to it. Uh, twenty-five fifty game. Everybody's super deep. We don't even know the stacks, but let's just assume they all have $300 million in front of them. Sorrel Mitzi okay. is in early position. He opens with two fives. He's going to be the most garbage of humans. Makes it 175. Sam Abernathy, up and coming young cash game star. Um, Sam of female, Sam. Yes, that's right. Samantha. Uh, uh, calls with Jack 10 of spades in the hijack. Then we got Jared Jaffe, uh, not to be confused with the other Jaffe. What's his first Jonathan name? Jaffe. Jonathan Jaffe. It's kind of confusing because they both have J names. They look very different. Though. They are very, like, Jared Jaffe is like six foot six, big guy. Jonathan Jaffe's, I don't know, he looks like a wiry five foot eight type of That sounds guy. about right. He yeah. might even be five foot seven. Very nice guy. Uh, but oh, okay. also wiry. Yeah. Looks like he's ready to fight. Yeah, Pro- he, he kind of does. Worth. He's got his, that angular face. Like a little kung fu action. He's yeah. going to just like karate chop you in the neck and it's going to hurt more than it should. Does he look a little bit like Kirk Cousins or is that just me? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But a lot of it may have to do with the hair. Anyway, he's not in this hand. <laughs> Jonathan Jaffe, right? Just yeah. Jared Jaffe. Jared Jaffe is. is in this hand. Uh, and he is going to make some interesting and somewhat spewy decisions, I think, here. Starting with calling here with King Four of Spades. Yep. This is this is questionable decision number one in this hand. I don't know why. Ding! Like, what possible reason would he have for calling with this hand? Here's what I got. He thinks Sorrell is opening some crazy percentage of hands even in early position. And he feels like having, and, and like a lot of suited stuff, like a lot of crazy suited stuff. And so he thinks like having big spades is pretty good and he's going to have position and you put those two things together and it's enough. That's all I got. I don't think it's a good enough reasons, but that's all I can come up with. I mean, Sam Abernathy already called. She, so she has so many dominating Kings in her range. Of, oh yeah. Like, and dominating spades, of yeah. course. Like this is horrible. It's also one of the problems with, with, I mean, sometimes of course you have to call with the King high flush, type cards, you know, like king, queen of spades and things like that. But yeah. king four of spades, as Grant's saying, is problematic because you're never really in love with the board unless you have the nuts, right? I mean, like if there's a flush out there, obviously you're not going to fold very often, but it's hard to get huge value. Also, like if you raise on a flush board, you might fold out worse hands. You might get, you know, you might get re-raised sometimes but by bluffs. And when you flop top pair with a king, eh, not so good. Hard to get value. You can get the old king four deuce rainbow board. Those are good. No question. The four, four ace board against ace king stuff like that or ace queen but it's not a hand that's going to play very well post flop and it is surprising he decides it just to call. seems like he's just like messing around in a cash game maybe he yes. recently won a big tournament and he's like i'm messing around yeah yeah maybe he's just drinking a little bit and just wants to play yeah could be anyway he calls the 175 then we go to just wants to impress sam abernathy um then we go to the third third rated star of liar liar jennifer tilly uh number two and lead female of bride of chucky Jennifer Tilly. Right. Also one of the leads of the movie Bound by the Wachowski at the time brothers. Great movie, by the way. Do you think she was number three in Liar Liar? It was like Jim Carrey, the wife, and then her? Or I actually never saw Liar Liar. You never saw Liar Liar? No. Why not? You know, you're younger than me. That, I, that, that to you at the time when you were a kid, that was probably delightful to me. It just looked stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Okay. So. Even when I was a kid, I knew it, but it was fun. All right. He well, couldn't lie, Jonathan. And he's he, a lawyer. His whole job was to lie. <laughs> And he couldn't lie. Did everyone learn something and grow it by the end of the movie? Not Jennifer Tilly. She was the bad one. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. She Interesting. Was like, she was like, I don't remember exactly what her role was, but she was, I remember her testifying and like lying on, in court. Mm. I think it was 
Oh, I, I remember what it was. We're going to go wow. over the plot yeah, of Liar, We're really Liar going here. into this. Jennifer, this matters. Jennifer Tilly. Right. She's in this hand. <laughs> it's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a defense lawyer defending her yeah. and knew that she was bad and ends uh, up in court, like, turning it around on her and, like, being like, you're bad and I'm a terrible lawyer because I just got my client. To, but he can't even trick her, though. Oh, she's trying to take the lie, kids right? away from some, like, nice man. That's what always happens in those things. Yeah, Jennifer Tilly, how dare you? <laughs> and she she never fires him? She never fires her attorney? I don't think she's aware until he has his outburst that mm. he's about to have. And this. then it's too late. Yeah. So seems, anyway. Seems implausible. Liar, liar <laughs> for know. all of you. I don't know if I believe it. But anyway, go on. Okay, so that's liar, liar. Yeah. Um, so Jennifer Tilly has aces. Okay. Yeah. And she's got all this action in front of her, so she's pretty happy. And she raises to 700 on the button. I know what we would say about that. Not quite big enough. Not quite big enough. When Mitzi opens an early position to one seventy five, gotta be at least eight hundred and probably even eight fifty. Yeah, one k you could get away with probably. Yeah. Anyway, I would probably cap it at nine hundred, but I feel you, dog. It's not horrible though. Seven hundred, whatever. It's totally fine. We still have aces. We're on the button. It's great. Jonathan was doing some weird arm stuff. None of you could see it. I but you can imagine you it actually. Think, yeah. Just go back, rewind this. You know, like twenty seconds. I said it's totally fine. You can imagine it's great. And whatever you think I was doing is probably what I was doing. Exactly. Um, so Mitzi's <laughs> going to call with his two fives because, you know, we're all deep. He's going to set mine. Of course. Uh, Abernathy's going to call with Jack Tennis Spades because, of course. And Jeffy's going to call. He is getting a good price now that he's put in all this money already. But it is King Four of Spades in a now three bet pot. It's I mean, kind of, it's not a super great situation for King Four of Spades, but he is getting. I mean, how much money is in the pot? Like 2300 bucks by the 23 time it comes back before to him? it gets back to him. Yeah. And it's 525 to call. Yeah. I mean, it's not crazy when you're this deep now to call. I like this call better than I like the initial call. Yeah. But I don't like either one, really. Well, this is just one of the things that can happen when yeah. you call with King Four of Spades. It's a little different if you're closing the action in the big blind. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, but at least he is closing the action now. Well, this is going to be an insane flop. Yes. 28.75. Five, five, ace, king, king, jack. All yeah. spades. Yeah. You that got is, it. That is insane. That's the, just the flop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the flop is Ace of Spades. Jennifer Tilly likes that. She flops a set. Queen of Spades, which Abernathy and Jaffe like. Jaffe flops a royal flush draw. And a, uh, Abernathy, you mean? Yeah. Jack of Hearts. So Abernathy flops bottom pair with a gut shot and the royal flush draw. Uh, Jaffe flops the king four spades, so he's got the gut shot and the nut flush draw. And Mitzi flops nothing while Tilly flops a set of aces. I mean, this is, as you just said, crazy big. I mean... We could get so much money on this flop. Yeah. Bro. So everybody checks Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. That's probably the right move by everybody. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and she's going to bet, which makes a bunch of sense on this board. You could bet with the intention of three betting. Either one of these guys could do that pretty comfortably. They're like, I'm going to get raised sometimes, and it's okay. Like, I don't mind getting a lot of money. They could. In. They could. But, but, it, but, it, but it's the kind of board that when Tilly puts in a lot of money, you could be in the kind of trouble they're actually in, which is the only thing you don't want to see is a set. Yeah. Right? Yep, and they are in the, the trouble. Yeah, you know. Um, so Tilly's going to bet fifteen hundred. I think she has to bet this pretty much. Sure, four ways. Absolutely. Mitzi is obviously going to be the only one who folds here. The question is, what do the other two do? Can we take a moment? She bets fifteen hundred into how much? Twenty eight seventy five. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's all right. She could bet a little more, but anyway, it's fine. It's fine. You're right. Yeah. So Mitzi folds his two fives. Of course. No one else is folding, I'll tell you that. So Abernathy now has a decision. She yes. can she can call or she can raise. She does have nominal showdown value 
Right. Not really that much. She still has, she could still have the best hand. She could. Nothing's happened yet that she, like, I understand Tilly decided to bet, but it is Tilly. She may be more of the, I always continuation bet club for all we know. Okay. But let's think about for a second, Tilly's three betting range. We know she's relatively tight. Yeah. Like, is she, she, we block tens as Abernathy. Does Tilly ever have two nines when she three bets? She might not. She might. She might not. Yeah. It's and possible. She, it's possible she does. And is she going to bet two nines on this board? She might. But it, I, I agree. It's getting thin. And she, and if she's going to play two nines like that, she may p- play two tens similarly. She might, but it's hard to count on that stuff. I think she very rarely has those hands. Okay. So I think we don't actually have showdown value. We just have like an additional draw to trips. In okay. Two pair. Okay. Type. Although hand. we don't love making two pair yeah. anyway, because right. then you know Ace King has a speed. It's King King has a speed. Right. So so all of this to to ask the question: Is this more of a candidate for a raise than it normally would be, even though we have a pair? Like we right. are often advocates of just calling with pair flush draw hands mm. because we have the showdown value in in many situations. But in this case, it feels like it's just part of a draw. What do you think? It's a really good question. I mean, knowing how deep we are, I assume we're like two hundred fifty blinds deep or something like that. I'm assuming we're just crazy deep. Um. Well, one of the good things is this. Not only do we block the nuts, it's really hard for Jennifer Tilly to ever show up with King-10 here. Yep. So we could actually, if we can set up the stacks as such that we're able to shove on her, if she, let's say she has a good hand. Let's say she has like ace-queen. Well, she does have a good hand. She has set aces. I understand. Well, yeah. that's a little too good for, yeah. what, for the plans I'd be making right. right now. That's the thing. But like ace-queen, we might even be able to talk ace-queen to a fold at some point. We can never talk a set into a fold. Uh, I think we can. I think it's doable eventually. Oh, on the flop, though, we can't. Oh, not on the flop. I'm talking about on the flop specifically. Like, yeah. If we were to raise here and get re-raised, if this, we would want to try and set up so we could make the last big oh. the last big raise, fold out a big ace, um, or even a big ace is up, that may be like, oh, God, she's got me, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's okay if you get called anyway by those hands. It's not so bad. I think an important question when asking if we should raise as Abernethy is, would Tilly specifically fold ace-king? Right. If, just for one raise here. Like, if... if over the 1500 if Abernathy made it like 4500 or 5k would Tilly fold ace king I don't believe so you don't think so I don't she also has a gut shot I think yeah. she's just gonna feel like yeah this is a little too good to fold and I'm also richer than most people in the world like I'm gonna call once well if you don't think you can fold out ace king here you probably shouldn't raise but here's the problem with that same Abernathy is gonna be bumping up against and that is if a king comes on the turn hard to get value from anybody Spades is also going to be a little hard to get value. Yeah. yeah. Like she, she's going to look like she has spades. If she donks out, everyone's like, oh God, she has spades. Now it turns out Jared Jeffrey would really hope that was the case. Yes. But as Sam Abernathy, we can't worry about that. We have to think like, we have to be pretty happy with our spot here. Um, so it's really going to be hard to get value if we improve. So I kind of want to lean towards raising, even though we may not be able to, like this may have to be a multi-straight play and it's not going to work against Jen, Jen Tilly's actual hand anyway, but that's okay. Like, I'm talking about her range, not her hand. And yeah. I, think it, I think a multi-street play could work against her hand, her range. And uh, I'm not too worried about Jared Jaffrey. Like, what's he supposed to have? Jaffrey? Jaffy? Jaffy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Jaffrey? Nobody. Wasn't he the, the, the king on Game of Thrones? Yes. <laughs> yes, Jaffrey. King Jaffrey. He was a, a little mean guy. <laughs> He was a little mean. Sorry if that's a spoiler for some of you. But yeah, the, spoiler alert. The things he did to Sansa mean guy. were not okay. Yeah. And Ned. Anyway. Poor Ned. Um, so it's kind of insane to think 
uh, against these two hands that uh, that Abernethy's against here, having flopped Jack Ten of Spades on an Ace of Spades, Queen of Spades, Jack of Hearts board, her equity is minute. She has like barely any equity. She has these three kings and the board can't pair. She has to hit Jack, Jack, or three kings. Right, Jack, Jack. I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is absolutely insane. Yeah. And by the way, if she hits one of the kings, the board can't pair. Yeah. I already said that, but right. I'm going to say it again. And a spade can't come. Oh. Yeah, she has like what she probably has like 4% equity or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's really really outrageous. Yeah. So, so some maybe maybe she's got a little tell action going on where she's like, let's not mix it up here. Like I'm going to play this a little more carefully because Well, I think because of Tilly. I don't know. But. I think the there are the problems of it, it's really hard to get paid if you if you get there as Abernathy mm-hmm. if we just call here. But at the same time, I'm really concerned about Jennifer Tilly's three betting range and this board. Like she's pretty set heavy here. Yeah. And Maybe she has That's pocket true. kings sometimes, and we're lucky that she has pocket kings. But other than that, it's like, eh, I'm usually not going to fold her out, and it's just going to inflate the pot in a spot where I have a lot less equity than my opponent. I don't disagree with you, but even though she is set heavy, if she has ace king, which she's got to have in her range, yeah. right? There's more ace kings than there are sets, like times two, right? No. There's 12 no. ace kings, and there's... Nine sets. There's seven sets. Oh, because we have Jack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not times two, but still, it's, yeah. there's more. And we probably can get her to full days king down the road. Although maybe it is an optimistic, maybe it's an optimistic thing to be sh- taking shots at that. As Like we often like saying, you, why would you target such a strong range? Yeah. That's a pretty strong range. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. It's, I think we're just afraid of, of Tilly's range being super strong. Yeah. But I'm so worried about not getting paid. I agree. And we can rep the nuts the way we've played the hand. Um, so can Jaffe, by the way. Both, yes. both Abernathy and Jaffe can rep the nuts because they both block the nuts and they have played the hand in a way that you would play King-10. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, Abernathy decides to just call. And I think I slightly prefer that to raising, even with all the pitfalls. Be- just because of the range of Tilly? Yeah, mostly because of Tilly's range. I mean, it's not crazy. Um, I'm not sure if I agree or not. I may, I may, I may want to put more money again i think it depends ultimately how deep we really are for like 300 binds deep i'm kind of back on your side like yeah. i could absolutely get blown off this hand you know like but if we're like 100 blinds deep i'm probably like let's just do it let's get it in now man yeah that's not a horror it's just we're not our equity is pretty bad against the get it in range um yes no but we're trying to um be able to put in the last raise at least so we maximize our fold equity admittedly when we're called our equity is not great yeah but our equity isn't horrific against Almost anything except the combination of these two hands. Right? Well, it's, yeah, it's not horrific, but against Tilly's range, we probably have, you know, 40% equity. At um, best. Yeah, maybe, maybe something like that. Yeah. That sounds better. Maybe even a little less. Yeah. Anyway, she decides, she decides to call. And right. now, now okay. Jeffy's got quite a decision of his own with his yes. nut flush draw and gut shot. This feels a little different than uh, Sam's decision to me. Because he has no nominal showdown value? A. And B, he doesn't have to worry about anyone behind him. Like, Jaffe yes. hadn't acted yet. Jaffe can, still have, Jaffe can still have King 10. Yep. Now we can almost certainly eliminate King 10 from Sam Abernethy's range. And we can eliminate, by the way, from Jennifer Tilly's range because she three-bet. Yeah, she's not going to three-bet King And 10. we have a king in our hand. This is a pretty... So now, now we really can have the nuts, and they almost never can. It's, it, so it's a little bit better. It's, it's only marginally better than Sam's spot, but it is better. I mean, and it's Aber- more of a reason to race. Abernethy's kind of capped here. Yeah. Like, she usually doesn't have two pair or better. If I was Jaffe, I would say she's got some straight draws. She has some flush draws. She has like ace 10. Um, she has stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, cool. And Jennifer Tilly can have a pretty good hand, 
But, uh, you know, like, I got real problems here. Like, what am I going to do on the turn? There's a big bet. Yeah, but we don't love as Jaffe blocking Tilly's ace-king here. Like, that's that's uh, true. That's the type of hand we might target to fold out of her range. That is that is fair. And now there's only, what? Eight combos. Is it eight? It's three and three, right? So it's nine? Nine, nine combos? combos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nine combos of ace-king, which, you know, it's okay. But, yeah, we were saying there's seven combos of sets. Yeah. And it's possible Gentilly really isn't betting most other things on this flop in four ways. Right. And plus, there's, like, some combos of ace-queen that she could have, too, which are not going to fold. That is correct. It's possible she can have ace-queen. You're right. So, oh, and also, by the way, from Jared Jeffrey's point of view, sorry, yeah, Jared Jeffrey, we said seven sets combos. It's not for no, him. No, it's, it's nine, nine. From, yeah. for him. Yeah. So it's nine and nine, actually. Yeah. And again, do we really want to take on a strong range anyway? But it's so hard to get paid. We can't get it's paid. It's so hard to get paid. I, it's just both, both Abernathy and Jeffy are in the same weird spot, it feels like. Jeffy's spot's slightly less bad for raising because of nobody behind him. Still, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough... This is a really marginal, close decision. I it think. is. For both these guys. Yeah. For both these guys, it's really, really tough because the range is so strong. Well, Jaffe decides to just call. Yeah. I can't really fault him too much for that. I might want to put in a raise more as him. I think I slightly prefer a raise from him. I slightly prefer a call for Abernethy. I think that's my conclusion here. I, th- I think... Well, I will agree that I prefer a raise. I like Jaffe raising more than I like Abernethy raising. I'm not sure what to do with Abernethy. I'm like right... Right down the middle. And I, I guess in that spot, I would probably lean towards a raise only because of the getting paid yeah. piece. But I, don't, but I can't fault her for calling in any way. And I really can't fault Jared Jaffe for calling either, I don't think. No. This is a fun little spot to try to dissect. I didn't yeah. realize we were going to talk about that so much. Yeah. This is the thing. Like, we often are trying to pick which hands to do. We're like, yeah, that wasn't that interesting. But as soon as we actually start to talk about any of these hands, we often find all these things to talk about, you know? Because poker is interesting. Yeah, it, that's that's why uh, we make a podcast about <laughs> is it. Is that why? Yeah. I thought it was just because we hang out. Maybe. You know what else is interesting? Frito-Lay. Another thing is interesting, Jonathan. Frito-Lay? No, not Frito-Lay. Oh. Dash Digital Cash. Ah, that is interesting. Which, you know, maybe someday could be a cryptocurrency used to buy Frito-Lay in a convenience store. Oh, I thought you meant by the company. No. The entire Frito-Lay well, company. Well, may- maybe. Maybe, but I'm not really thinking about that. Oh, okay. I'm thinking about using it in a convenience store because Dash can be used as a real currency because of some of its really awesome features that most cryptocurrencies don't have, such as instantaneous transactions. And I mean, one to four seconds. Yep. No joke. Like most currencies, if you're sending from one wallet to another, that's via phone or whatever. Um, it can take, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, sometimes much longer. Dash is incredible. If you actually watch the video that we made about Dash, showing about Dash, and it's in the description of this podcast, so you can go down and look at that. Um, just click on it. Um, it's like we show me sending Grant some Dash, and it's like one and a half seconds after I hit send, it shows up in his phone. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's just like, ding, you got money now. Yeah. I mean, really, it, when I saw that the first time, I sort of... It's like when you, you know, you have one of those moments, like those world changing moments, you're like, oh, things are different. Yeah, things are different now. And we, you know, we still live in the world of, of fiat currency. And, and yeah, Jonathan is currently going through a transaction that is taking so long because That's it's right. in fiat currency. That's right. And I sold some stock. I'll explain this. I yeah. sold some stock and then it took three days to, for them to put the, to allow the cash to be freed up for me to actually move it from my, from my E-Trade account to my bank. It's now pending in the bank and it's going to take three more business days. It's going to take like, you know, seven to 10 actual days to move that money from one place to the other. 
Yeah, where dash would be one to four seconds for any amount of money. And by the way, it would cost one cent, one cent, less than a cent even to move it. I mean, that is incredible. Yeah, it's seriously something to think about. And it's seriously something to hope for the future to like be adopted because damn, is it nice? Like having actually used it, you know, the whole self banking of cryptocurrency works so well with dash because you download the Dash wallet, you put it in your phone, which we've done, you know, because it's a nice, easy app, free, of course. You have, your, like, your home self-banking cryptocurrency system. Mm-hmm. You put some Dash on there, go out and pay people with it. It, it feels, like, so natural, so organic. It's so easy yeah. and great. It yeah. really, really is. And like we said, the the one-cent fee makes it another, like, massive advantage over, like, the whole credit card industry, which, by yeah. the way, is slower right. than Dash also in terms of sending. But like credit cards take 3%. And although as the consumer, you don't feel it because that 3% is just baked into everything you're buying. You know, that's why when you go to buy gas at a gas station, the cash price is less. Yep. You know, um, this is like buying with cash, though, because there's no fee associated with it. Right. It's incredible. It's awesome. And we strongly encourage you to check it out a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Let's check out this hand a little bit more. Yeah. Right? Ding, ding, ding. Let's go. Dang, dang, dang. Nice. That's my new thing. Uh, it's about time you had a new thing. Yeah, it's been a while. We were getting, we honestly, we we're all getting sick of the old thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. We, 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 there's a lot of tweets about it. I've I know. Been, I've been keeping them from you. You know? Oh, I've only seen the ones that slip through. I guess. Yeah, because there's, there's a. How many have you seen? Seven hundred. Oh yeah, there's a lot more. Oh okay. <laughs> um, all right. So speaking of the number seven, there's now seven thousand three hundred and seventy-five dollars in the pot. It's gotten pretty big after the the bet and two calls on the flop. Tilly with a set of aces. Uh, Abernethy with Jack 10 of spades and Jaffe with King four of spades on the ace queen Jack two spade board. The turn is the four of clubs. So Jaffe has a pair now, but obviously he knows it's no good. Yeah, but he but he may be thinking I picked up some outs likely like another four is almost always going to do it. Almost always a king might just do it too. I don't know about almost always with another four with with Tilly's set heavy range. Oh, almost always is maybe too much, yeah. right? But but a fair amount of the time. Like, we'd feel very good if a four came. Yeah, we'd feel pretty good about yeah. it until, until he raised. Until, until we got the bad news. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Abernethy and Jaffe are both going to check again. I think that's probably the only way to play it. I don't know. I mean, you could decide to bet as either one of these guys because you'd be concerned that Gentilly might be checking back some things. Although... She's only checking back things like nines and tens, which actually you can get her fold on the river anyway. When you say Gentilly, it sounds like one word. You're always like Gentilly. Gentilly. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Like like Chantilly. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. What is Chantilly? It's, um, you know, it's a kind of lace. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Chantilly lace. Cool. Probably. I mean, it's in a song. I thought it might be like something you can do with a cake, but I guess I was wrong about that. Well, it may be like the pattern on the lace, which may also be the pattern that you can do in the frosting on the cake. Oh, okay. You know what? Cake makers out there and tweet at us. <laughs> Dressmaker. Tag, tag your tweets. Yeah. Shant- Chantilly. Hashtag Chantilly. Chantilly poker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh, uh, somehow this podcast is somewhat popular. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how. Um, it works for me, though. Abernethy and Jaffe both check. Do we need to talk about that more? No, I don't think so. All right. So Tilly should probably just keep betting here, right? Like. We should 100% There's totally not bet much this. to be scared of except for draws, which didn't come in on the turn. So let's bet. I mean, if someone has King 10, congratulations, guys. Yeah. But like we're betting for sure. Yeah, I'll just reach into my $300 million and get some more if, if I lose this. I hand. mean, by the way, all the cards that we're trying to charge for are all the cards that we legitimately should be scared of. A king, a 10, and spades. Those are the things we're all afraid of. All those things are bad for us. So yeah. that's kind of neat. It yeah. often doesn't line up so clearly. It's pretty easy to find out when we're behind. 
Like if if a bad card comes. Well, we're likely not to put a lot of action yeah. in anyway, right? Right. You're like, we'll check it back if one of those cards comes and they check to us if someone bets. We may call, we may not. Yeah. Um, so she does bet. She bets 4,000 now into 7375. Okay. I think that's decent sizing. I, I mean, think she could size it up a little bit more at this point, but I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, this the, is this is not a bad time to say. This is like giving the combo draws like just about the right price. Yeah, like what we really want to do ideally is have them make a mistake. So we'd yeah. like to bet a little bit more. But you can make a case at least we have such a strong hand. It's not the end of the world to get some calls here. You know, like we don't we're not trying to like get them to fold. We just want to charge them. Yeah, we just want to charge lot. them an amount that we think is better for us than for them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um so four K is the decently sized bet though. Um, and so Abernethy, now what do you want to do? I mean, now it's hard to raise. Yeah. I don't think we can really raise now. I mean, I guess we could be repping King 10 and raise. We could be doing that, but why is it? Well, now that, now that Gentilly is betting again, Chantilly. Yeah. That's a type of lace, Jonathan. It's a type of cake. Grant. Oh, it's cake lace. <laughs> it may actually be I like think- a cake lattice. Perhaps, but anyway. is that is that like the slogan for Chantilly? It's it's just cake like a lace. Yeah. <laughs> period. Yeah, Chantilly. It's cake lace. Huge font. Yeah, like huge billboard. Huge font. I love it. Yeah, I can see it. We should buy that. Um. So when Jennifer Tilly decides to bet again, that is bad for people like Sam Abernathy in terms of like sign to raise. In, in terms of fold equity. Yeah, exactly. Just like oh, she has a good hand because she would never bet like a medium strength hand. She probably is not going to bet Ace King again. Even she might. The Ace King is the bottom of a range for sure. The now, very bottom. Yeah. Before we were saying maybe she can have nines, maybe she can have tens, maybe some other stuff. She's not bluffing now on the turn almost ever, and she's not betting nines or tens almost ever. I think Ace King is the absolute bottom of range. I think she would bet Ace King. It's questionable though. But I think she probably would. She'd probably sit there and think. Most of the time, two pairs going to raise on the flop, and yeah. I can check back rivers, so I'm going to bet. Yep. Because I don't want to give all the draws that are out there so many free cards. Yeah. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. So I would expect to bet even from Ace-King, especially in a cash game, but not everyone's going to do it. Yeah. And uh, now we haven't talked a lot about Abernathy's range and Jaffe's range and what they look like to Jennifer Tilly. Yes, that's, that's right. because we're going to talk about that on the river. Okay. So we're just going to save that for the river. Cool. Um, so... Abernathy decides to call, and I think because of all the reasons you said, that's a pretty good decision. Yeah. She is too good of a hand to fold, even though she could consider it. I mean, you can't fold this hand, can you? I don't think so. I mean, we're, we're getting, I mean, Jennifer bet four into 78. Uh, yeah, seven, 73. Oh, four into 73. So it's four to win 11 3 with Jaffe behind us. We don't really expect he's going to call that often, but he might call sometimes. Um, we're getting almost three to one. If we can ever get paid any amount, you know, it's going to be good on the river. I like getting paid any amount. I know. It's, it, the problem is, as we said before, it's hard to get paid any amount. Yeah. It's really, really hard. It really is. Hand. So I guess that's why you could consider folding. But you could also think, oh, if I call, maybe Jaffe will call, and then I'm getting the right odds right now. True. Plus, with maybe there's some implied odds down the road. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you're sitting there like, well, if the king of spades comes, no, sorry, the king of not spades comes, and she has ace king, she may feel obligated to pay off on the river. Eh. Maybe. Because, like, how many 10s do we really have? We don't have yeah. that many 10s on the turn. We just have, like, ace 10s sometimes. And jack 10 of spades. Right. So you can at least think about it. True. Well, no 9-10 is an open-ender. Yeah, 9-10. But we're probably going to fold 9-10 on the turn. Probably, unless it's of spades. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Those those are all fair points. Um, so now now Jaffe is in a, has all the same problems that Abernethy had with yeah. Tilly's range here. Although, if we're getting, like, real fancy... This is a pretty neat time to rep the nuts. Like, 
you'd expect he would have raised the nuts on the flop, I think. But I think he could definitely wait to the turn sometimes, like make sure a spade doesn't come off and then mm. decide to raise. But then he also needs Gentilly to bet again. Yeah. That's the only trick of it. But if we're, if he's trying to get it all in, maybe yeah. that's the best way to do it. Maybe. Maybe. At the same point, now we're getting a pretty good price just to call. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you raise because you can't really call. You know? Yeah, he can the, definitely call now that Abernathy is calling. Right. It makes it easy for him, right? He's getting almost three to one. It's easy, especially because he has the nut flush draw. If right. he had like the nine high flush draw, even though he's getting such a good price, he maybe should consider folding. I because agree. like often spades are not so good for you. He has two nut draws. Unless he hits a four or a king on the river, it's going to be super obvious what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Unless he decides to make a big bluff or something. But like he'll know if he has the nuts or not. It's going to be pretty obvious. You know, if he makes sure fours, he's definitely not going to fold at least in the beginning. If he bets, if he decides to donk out and gets raised, we'll see what he does. If he makes kings up, it's going to be a little tricky but actually it won't be because either Aber- if Abernathy bets, he'll probably just fold, honestly, with Tilly behind him. And if Tilly somehow bets her, her set, she, I mean, who knows, and Abernathy raises, which she'll probably do with the nuts, it'll be easy to fold. Like, it's not going to be too tough for Jared Jaffrey on the river is what I'm getting at here. I call him Jared Jaffrey again. Yeah, you like that. You know, um, there are people whose last name is Jaffrey, and it's Allison Jaffrey, who's the guy, Jeff Shulman's mother. Yes. And Barry Shulman's at least ex-wife and maybe current wife. I can't remember what their standard nuptials are. Stop pointing at me. Are. He keeps pointing at me over and over again. <laughs> why is he doing it, it people? Feels, tell me why Jonathan's pointing at me so much. It feels like you're really being offensive right now. Because you called yourself out for saying Jeffrey again? <laughs> yeah. Is that how I'm being offensive? Well, it's, it's your tone. <laughs> is that what, what's going on? It's the tone. But let's get back to my point. Okay. What was your point? My point was that it's going to... like. It's going to be so obvious where we are. We're going to know where we are almost always on the river as, as Jared Jaffe, and that's pretty great. It is going to be really hard to get paid with either draw coming in. Yep. Obviously, we'll get paid by Abernathy if the spades come in. Of course, but like that's sort of a dream spot where she would have the second nuts and we're going to have the nuts, and you can't count on that. Like, cool, I put her on exactly jack 10 of spades, so fantastic. You know, like If we knew she had the jack 10 of spades, we would just call, hoping the spade comes and we could get it all, but yep. or get a lot of it. There's a lot of cards now when Jaffe does eventually call yeah. that Tilly wants to dodge on the river. Um, there's a lot of scary looking cards that can I mean, come. It's all the same cards. Yeah. It's just spades, kings and tens. Right. But you know that moment where you have that super strong hand like Tilly has here and you've bet twice and you've gotten called twice in two spots and you're like, you're like I know on. all the cards I really don't want to see. Please just don't do it. Just don't put the card. Yeah. Just yeah. don't put the card. Just At least she's in position, so she gets to see what they do, and she can check it back if it's yeah. a king or a ten or a spade comes, if they don't actually bet. If they do bet, uh, then she has to make some decisions. She does. You know what a great spot to flop a set of aces is? Um, well, I mean, against against weak opponents? Yeah, or yeah. against anybody. It's nice to flop a set of aces against anybody, isn't it? Yeah, as long as you're playing poker. As long as you're, yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, the place that I'm referring to is, of course, Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Of course you were. You knew it all along, didn't I you? I was playing along. You're a smart cookie. Yeah. Chantilly for you. Um, that's the new Nitrogen Sports logo <laughs> or motto. Chantilly for you. It's Chantilly for everyone. Oh, that's even At better. Nitrogen Sports, where you can do a lot of things, including play poker with the poker guys. We have a tournament that you can only access by using the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up. That happens at the last Sunday of each month, or if the Sunday falls at the very beginning of the next month, that's when it happens. I'm pretty sure our uh, our next one is this Sunday, April 1st. I believe it. I believe the Sunday is April 1st. 
Uh, yeah, that seems somewhat I'm almost right. sure that's right. And that's not a joke, even though it is April 1st. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not a joke. And it's we're, real. Obviously, we're poker players. We are way too metagame savvy to actually do April Fool's on April Fool's Day. Right. Like, if I slap you in the face on December 15th, <laughs> it's April Fool's, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that time I stole your car and totaled it. Yeah. April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> December 15th. Also, obviously, I'm not going to do it then now. Well, now, now that you can mentioned that day. Although, now again, you should. Now I can. And now we've got... <laughs> back to April 1st being a good day to do <laughs> April right. Fool's on. And that's why... They'll we, never see it coming. And that's why we play on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Hey, maybe we could mention a few other things. Yeah, that's a good idea. First of all, um, hey, if you want to be, you know, get access to these great tournaments that we're talking about, especially the tiny overlay, huge... Sorry, mean, tiny buy-in. <laughs> good, oh good sell, good sell. Tiny buy-in, huge overlay tournaments that is happening uh, this Sunday. Uh, all you got to do is make sure you use the link in the description of this podcast. When you sign up for Nitrogen, that's how you can even, otherwise you can't even see it. So you got to do that. Also, Nitrogen is, of course, a Bitcoin only poker site, which is great, actually. You may think, wait, why is that good? But it's great, Grant. Yeah. Just because we like Bitcoin. That's yeah, why. I mean, it's, it's just a cool thing. No. But also because <laughs> <laughs> there are crazy fast uh, transactions, withdrawals and deposits. Most poker sites take hours, days, things like that. This is like 20 minutes. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Jonathan's fiat problems earlier, that's moving right. money around. Nitrogen does not put you through that, and they don't have any internal processing either. They're, the place where you store your Bitcoin on Nitrogen is actually just a Bitcoin wallet, and when you want it in your other Bitcoin wallet, you just send it, and it's moves at the speed of Bitcoin. It's great. Now, I know some of you out there are thinking, huh, but what about those crazy Bitcoin fees? I've heard they can get pretty, pretty, pretty hefty. A lot of prospectors listening to this, huh? <laughs> it's 1940, 41, it's more like apparently. 1841, <laughs> I think. Well, maybe, maybe not. Anyway. Gold rush. Here's what we say to you guys. Um, actually, Nitrogen's great about that. They give you a free withdrawal every two weeks, no matter what the prices are on transactions, so you don't have to deal with that. It's all just gets sent to you. Nothing's, you know, nothing's taken out of your money, buddy. Chantilly, or- it's a cake thing. <laughs> cake lace. Yep. All right. So heading to the river, we have a pretty gigantic pot for a 2550 game here. It's $19,375. Okay. Yeah, so just a little quick recap here. We got ace, queen, jack on the flop, two spades, Tilly with a set of aces, jack, ten of spades for Abernathy, and king, four of spades for Jaffe. The turn was the four of clubs. And you know what I was talking about? When you're in Tilly's position, and which is not like cheese position, um, it's just a Tilly position, and, you, and you're thinking, man, don't bring one of those cards that I know I don't want to see. Yeah. Well, the poker gods smile upon her. Sometimes they do. And this is the brickiest of brick rivers, I think, possible. It's one of the three brickiest rivers possible the deuce of hearts so the board is ace queen jack with two spades four on the turn deuce of hearts on the river. four clubs deuce of hearts yeah great super bricks value ville i don't know where we have the second nuts on no we have the third nuts i guess but okay yeah three fives not out three there. fives three five of spades yeah i mean it's possible but it's okay not whatever. very likely it's possible not very likely um it's one combo Yep. King 10 and 3-5 of spades are the only two things we're losing to. That's pretty good. Yes. 17 total combos. And the reason Jonathan is saying this with a somewhat angry <laughs> tone is because of what's I wasn't about to angry. That was no anger. I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna clarifying. I'm going to say all the things that happened, and then we're going to talk about it. Great. The first thing that happens is Joe Stapleton, who's doing the commentary, oh which is my gosh. part of why Jonathan insisted on doing this hand is yeah. he's like, we have to make fun of Joe Stapleton. I'm like, I got, I got upset. Because Joe Stapleton did a pure Stapleton move, which is... We love Joe Stapleton, we do, to be clear. We do love Joe we Stapleton. Think he's the, I, I legitimately think he's the best at color. Yeah. 
uh, for funny stuff. Anyway, yeah. Nick Shulman's the best for you know technical stuff, and he's the best for funny stuff. However, tell him what happened. Well, Joe Stapleton clearly knows what's going to happen because he says this might check through because of I don't know some unknown he reason. Gives some really vague reason yeah. because because she got called twice in two spots. But and she like, has the third nuts in a spot where it's really hard for anyone to have the nuts. It's really be really surprising. Yeah. Huh. Well, he's right somehow. It checks through. Yeah. And most notably, Jennifer Tilly checks. Now, Abernathy and Jaffe have just given up on this hand and both yeah. expect to lose. Right. Because they and feel like Jennifer Tilly's range is just too strong. And Jennifer Tilly certainly would not have gotten any value if you bet. Certainly not. However, this However, is terrible. What in this the is world? just a garbage check. What in the <laughs> world? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was going to say, what in the world is Joe Stapleton thinking by saying, what? I mean, come on, man. This might check through. And then as they get to Tilly, he even says, like, I don't know what what, she, what she's hoping to get value from. It's like, well, how about every hand that isn't the 17 combos that's that's beating her? Which yeah. Is almost everything. And it's really hard for these guys to have those 17 All right, let's combos. talk about those combos, okay? Let's do it. Okay. Like, King 10. That's the main thing. Because 3-5 of spades, whatever. Um, I mean, it's possible, it, but whatever. But also, yeah, go ahead. King 10. Almost certainly, we would have heard about it by now if one of our opponents had King 10. This is a three-way pot with two spades on the board. Right. Like, And as we like to say on this podcast, when you flop a straight, you don't block any of your opponent's value. What an incredible time to raise on the flop or the turn against Tilly's range with King 10. This is why we didn't raise as Abernathy and Jaffe with our hands, respectively, even though we didn't have any real showdown value because of Tilly's strength of, of right. range. Right. And Tilly doesn't have King 10 in her range. We do. So we are not afraid of like having getting free rolled by King Ten of Spades or something if we don't have the King Ten right, of Spades. There's no chance. Yeah. Yeah. So like, of course we're going to raise like 99 percent of the time with King Ten. Almost always we're going to show up with it. So as Tilly, we can't really be worried about King Ten almost at all, right? Right. So it's just down to the three five of Spades. One combo three five of Spades, which and they may not have decided to call pre flop with. Maybe ja- with. I guess Jaffe probably would have. Well, we know that now. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're sitting in Tilly's seat, you may not even think like they can really have that. I can't think it's kind of a trash. I don't hand, think but they may, but I agree. J- Jaffe probably can. I don't think it. Abernathy would though in her position. Probably not. I think Jaffe clearly can have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. What, what's the problem? We're going to bet, get raised and call. Yeah. So what? We have 300 million. We're going to call. We're yeah. going to call, right? We're going to call and lose. We're going to be like, ah, this sucks. I lose a lot. I call. Maybe, maybe I got lucky and he somehow has a set of jacks. He's played really weird. I don't know. So I guess what she's worried about is, is not only that, She's afraid of the nuts for some reason, which she shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But I guess she's thinking she can't get called by a worse hand too often. Like it, I mean, it is hard. Th- it is hard to imagine hands that can call a third barrel here. I can think of some hands. Though. Okay, ace deuce of diamonds. That's a good one. Ace four of diamonds. That's a good one. Those two hands, especially ace deuce of diamonds, absolutely has to call. Now, ace deuce of diamonds had to call on the turn, which is a little tough. Ace four of diamonds though would have called on the flop, would have called on the turn, and may not, and really is going to be in a tough spot on the river. Yeah. May decide to call, may not, but like, boy, they're going to have to think about it. Queen Jack can at least think about it. Queen Jack is less likely because we never saw a raise. However, I was thinking... Once the turn bet happens... Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know if Queen Jack necessarily is going to raise any point along the way. I mean... It could raise the flop, but we were talking about how strong her range is yeah. even on the flop. It's like kind of a near game theory disaster to raise Queen Jack. It's close. Because Ace King is probably going to call once, but it might fold. Like we were saying when we were talking about yeah. fold equity. Um, it's not an incredible spot there. And so it's possible they would go call, call, and then be like, oh, God. And again, maybe they would just fold because like yeah. she looks super strong. But they may also talk themselves into, can she have Ace King and be betting all three streets? Maybe it's Gentilly. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I may have to call this, you know, especially if you're Jared Jaffrey. 
Jaffe, <laughs> the son of Allison and yeah. Barry. Um, Jared Jaffe, he may feel, especially, like, it's one thing for it to be, I'm um, Sam Abernathy and have Jaffe behind you, where it's like, this is a really marginal call. Anyway, and I have a player behind me, I may just fold. But Jaffe, once Abernathy has folded, as we know, she's going to with Jack High, he may, he may feel like, I just have to call if the price is right, you know? I may just feel like I have to call this. Hope she has Ace King. Yeah. She I mean, may, maybe she's overvaluing Ace King. I don't know. People do that. Amateurs do that. Yeah. So it, to be fair, it, it would be a little difficult to get called by too many hands, but we could bet small. Exactly. We could bet like 6,500. I was thinking 7,000, man. Yeah. They're getting an outright. They're getting almost four to one to call. They're going to call with some things. Honestly, if Jared Jaffe has ace 10 when it's 7,000, he can't just insta fold because of the price. No, he has to think about it. Admittedly, the range that's doing that is very bad for him, and he may feel like he still can't call. But you have to give him a chance to call here. You have to. So, I mean, if we're not betting this hand, what are we? What are we betting? I guess we're only. There's no hand we're betting. No, we have zero. We have zero bets. This is literally the top of our range. Yeah, and we're losing to probably one combo that Abernathy probably can't have, and we don't even know. Maybe from Jennifer Chili's mind, Jaffe can't have. This is just a not well thought out check. No, as you said, another way to put it, a garbage check. Yeah, I think. It feels kind of like checking the nuts just because like right. it's so hard for any nobody has king 10. Like they're just, they're just not going to play king 10 like this. I mean they almost almost never. Let's say almost never rather than never. But okay. Are they really going to even check the river with king 10 when they get there? Like everything ran out clean. They're like I have to make sure a bet goes in. You know, not only do they have to not raise along the way, they have to decide to check the river and hope Tilly bets. I would really expect them to raise the flop so often with King 10. Yeah. Gentilly's range, the other player who's potentially in the pot or not, the draws. You just think they would absolutely put in a raise right away. But let's say we're wrong. Okay. Why? Because they decide to play it that way. Okay. That's why. We get to the river. They have King 10 of spades, so they're not afraid of the spades at all. Okay. So they're like, I'm just going to slow play this like crazy. No one's ever going to see it coming. All right. Okay, fine. You're Gentilly. You bet 7,000. Abernathy folds. Jaffe makes it 24,000. You call. You call and lose. Yeah. What's the problem? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's okay and that's fine. What's the problem? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's fine, right? I mean, we could consider folding even. We could we think could, about it. We could at least think about it, but we're not going to really fold because remember, this is the top of our range. Yeah. And Come on. We're just not going to do it. Um, yeah, I just I just don't understand what, what the fear would be of betting here. I, she's afraid of King 10, obviously. Yeah. It's interesting, too. So, like, everyone turns over their hands, and then immediately so she starts explaining why she did it. And I don't even know if we can hear it. Really. No, not really. But it's clear she's, like, explaining why she checked back the river, and it's pretty clear. It's, like, all the pros are working really hard not to, like, have shocked expressions on their face when she turns Sam Abernathy has a shocked expression on her face. Well, she's blocked by the dealer a little bit. Yeah. You know, she's in the nine seat. Yeah. Um, until he's in the two seat, so it helps. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, really, they're trying hard to look calm. They're trying harder than the guys at the table were trying when, um, what's his name, did that weird thing at the World Series? What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about the uh, call that was made by Valentin oh, Vornico. Oh, the Queen's hand. When he, yeah. when he made like the worst call of all time with Against Queens. Kenny, and, what's his face? Yeah, and everybody at the table was like making faces at each other. Yeah, they were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like, how did he have that hand? Bayo and Johnny Bax yeah. were just like really like ro- like pretty openly rolling their eyes to each other yeah. about about that call. Like, yeah, and Abernathy does. see l- how fast he called <laughs> with that hand? Yeah. Uh, Abernathy does a little bit of that in this spot, but yeah. everybody else holds it together pretty well, but it yeah. might also just be because Phil Hummuth has been 
jabbering away the whole hand talking about some tournament that he won in 1997 mm. or something probably yeah. but honestly if you're looking away and then you look back and you see oh it checked through and what you have top set and you look at the board and you're like what just happened yeah which is probably what happened and then someone asked that question that she's explaining and jaffe and abernathy are like wow yeah. like it wasn't gonna matter but wow this is why we play these games right at least she can feel good that she wasn't gonna get called anyway that's nice that is nice but that is not the point no i know but I it, know, it does help in those moments, I think. Yes, when you does. make a clear mistake, um, which I don't know if she would look back on this and think it was a mistake or not. I wonder. Well, I would hope she would listen to this podcast and not be offended by some of the things we said because we were slightly harsh. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to say one more harsh thing. Okay, is that all right? Let's let's hear. We've done bad folds, lots of bad folds. Yeah, we've done bad calls. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever done a terrible check before. But this is at it. least a check back yeah. on the river kind of a thing, right? A terrible check on the river. Yeah. Certainly we've seen bad checks at other spots. Checks checks out of position are I mean, we, we did hard to be bad. We did a hand recently with Paul Newey where he flopped a set of threes. Oh yeah, that was a bad check. We thought that was a bad check for sure. This is a worse check. Yeah. This is way worse. Way worse. Yeah. But that was a bad check too. Um I'm sure there are lots of bad checks that we've done, but this is this is, you know, in the Pantheon, for sure. It's hard to lose so much expected value by checking. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. I mean, you know, anytime you check one of the best possible hands anyone can have, yeah. that's when you're probably going to lose some expected value. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... I, I just don't know what is to say. Is it possible she feels bad for these guys and doesn't want to take their money, and, and she's not allowed to check King-10? So this is her way of like sort of like checking the nuts? Is Why would possible? she be playing poker then? Yeah, I don't have any answer for that. Also, if she feels bad, she can take their money and give it back to them. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just a cash game. She can absolutely give it back to them if she wants. Yeah. I'm sure all the pros would feel fine about that. They'd be like, great. Like, we, we please keep doing that behavior. Even if it's not to me this time, please sounds, keep doing that. Sounds like a good game to be in. Yeah, like I the best game. I can't lose. <laughs> I can't lose. Yeah. That sounds good, yeah. All right, well, I guess we kind of just got... There's nothing more to say. It's just bad, bad stuff. Yeah, it's just bad stuff. I mean it's weird because if there's no, there's you're always betting no matter what, right? I mean, you're just always betting this river. I was going to say if there's less players or there's more players, but it doesn't matter if someone's, if there's less players, they're more apt to have a showdownable hand sometimes that they, and they feel more apt to call you because it's not as strong when you bet the turn in the river. Yeah. When you're betting in two players, one of them may have something, one of them may have a draw, but you don't expect both of them to have a big combo draw like they do. No, some can absolutely have a reasonable hand here. If someone has queen Jack, it's not easy to fold. They may fold, but it's not free, right? They may pay you. Let's go. <laughs> right? Well, Jennifer Tilly did not go. No. She, she did not go gently into that night because she checked. checked. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah. Music is my sunlight and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them tongue-tied. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.